welcome to the Simon and Christy Show episode 5. Um, the time of the day where you get to hear from us, trying not to put our feet in our mouths, and um, hopefully being encouraging to the whole world at the same time. And answer your random questions. Boy, was there some random questions this week. One's yeah. like, Trump or Biden? <laughs> Which will remain a mystery. Because you will never know. I'm glad I don't have to choose between those, well... Who knows who I choose, but yeah, no comment there. Um, so good to have you with us, and I hope you guys are doing well. If you have any questions or things you'd like to say throughout this live chat, please um, chuck it up in the comments, and we'd love to answer them yeah. as we go. Yeah. And if we can't see you on Facebook with the comments, we will answer them later on if that's yeah, okay. We can see Instagram's comments fine. Yeah, maybe just swap over to Instagram. <laughs> anyway, good morning everyone. We will get right into it. What has been happening lately in New Zealand? We've got the COVID again. Yeah, um, that's the, not, we've got the COVID. Not <laughs> us as individuals, uh, but some people have. So it's been yeah. sort of a crazy roller coaster ride um, over the last couple of weeks, especially for those in Auckland. Um, they've gone to lockdown three, we're in lockdown two. At the moment, um, so it <laughs> means for for church, we we just got to restrict numbers to a hundred again, and it's just yeah, just dumb. That's annoying. Some of the businesses have found it hard and annoying, but yeah, I think if you love people, you do the best you can to be safe That's and right. think of others. Yep. And if you're living in the early 1900s, you'd have World War One, the Spanish <laughs> Flu, World War Two, the Great Depression. Yeah, it's pretty um, full on. So Man, are we feeling for our Auckland <coughs> um, friends and family down there? All our love to you. Um, being in level three lockdown. Wow. Yeah. It's a bit annoying. Getting into questions and answers because there's a lot. How long have we been married? I'm pretty sure we've been married for 24 long years. You're already pushing the limit, Simon. Fourth or fifth of April? Fifth of you April. Don't know your fifth of April. Nineteen ninety-six. There we go. It's yes, pretty good. It's very good. Was it the fifth? Yes, it's not fourth of the no fourth of the fifth. It's or the sixth of April. I got the month right. Come on, for a guy <laughs> that's pretty good. And how many? So coming up, years twenty-five years. We should sometime tell everyone our like um, honeymoon horror story of how everything went wrong because. Everyone I talk to is like, man, you guys should redo that sometime. It wasn't that great, was it? It'll be another... Another topic for another, another time. Topic for but another yeah, 24 time. years married. Our honeymoon was awesome. Yeah, it was some parts. I hope it was. <laughs> what parts were awesome? What? <laughs> Moving along. Um, Favourite mentor. Now, this is a bit of a tricky one. Um, we're privileged at Renew Church to have three awesome external advisors. Um, Kevin Forlong, David Peters, Don Barry, and they are all awesome. What have you done to the screen? Sorry, babe? I'm just doing something and I stuffed it up. There we go. Um, so they, uh, all three of them are amazing mentors and amazing friends and, and we love them to bits. Yeah, um, favourite mentors, that's a hard one because are we talking about real life people we know or people that have mentored us like maybe from a distance via books or... Oh, look, you, you fixed it, I think. Yeah, I did fix it. Um, and also, yeah, well, probably one of the greatest encouragements for me personally is a guy that I've never met called Carrie Newhoff. He is the senior pastor of a church over in the States called Conexus Church. 
Uh, so he puts a leadership blog out a couple of times a week. Uh, his stuff is absolutely amazing. So mm. um, leadership, how to do church, how to change church culture, um, his everything to do with church leadership, cool. I couldn't recommend him more highly. So that's Carrie Newhoff um, is amazing. What about your mentors? I was just distracted by a couple of the ladies saying we need to redo our honeymoon because it's 25 years next year. I agree. Yeah, but we might not even be able to go traveling next year well, well, we, due to the COVID. <laughs> we could probably go overseas. We could go somewhere and have a good time. We'd have to It'd socially awesome. distance ourselves. Well, not from each other. Sleep in separate anyway. beds. <laughs> Um, um, anyway, what's your mentor? Okay, your mentor? favorite mentors. Wow. Um, personally, I have found um, real encouragement and mentoring from other pastors. Um, just, I've got friends who are pastors in a ministry that you can just talk to and they are further along and they can encourage you and give you wisdom. People like Don Barry, Kevin Fallon have been amazing at different times in our lives. Like they've gone ahead and they can give you heaps of wisdom and encouragement and spur you on. Um, Personal mentors, really impacted by the classic people like Bobby Houston and stuff that I don't actually know, but that inspire you. Um, currently, though, theologically, one of my favourite theological mentors is the guys at Theos U. I know I rave about them all the time, but I'm just loving Nathan Finocchio. Nathan Finocchio. He is awesome. He's a bit out there, but I love him. And um, I've just finished his short series on divorce and remarriage. Like good topics that people we get people messaging us occasionally like what's your view on this and just really good wisdom and man he's talking about um stuff that people as christians need to be aware of right now like critical theory and all that sort of stuff so if you um need a brush up on your theological stuff highly recommend theos you check it out so good that is awesome you're like one of my personal mentors oh thank you and i mentor you eh? like just on <coughs> How to make a good cup of tea. How to clean the house. How to clean the house. This is a good question. You share an office space and seem to work really well together within oh, the yeah. same space. I guess this type of situation would be challenging for couples. Considering many people are working from home, what tips can you give us? How do you make this work well? First of all... That's a good question. We're best friends. So, you know, when you were younger, you stayed a couple of days at your friend's place and you just got absolutely sick of them. Yeah. Um, that's never happened with you. Nice. You have um, throwing things at me occasionally for laughs in the office. Yeah. So working together, we've got a quite a cool bigger office, so that we've got enough space. Um, I must admit, um, we have had people comment over the years, especially like guest ministry, like, "Whoa, you guys share an office. That's bizarre." Like, so I don't think it's normal, and I don't think it is probably. If you struggle to work in the same area as your spouse, don't feel bad, because I think it's not normal. If you struggle to <laughs> hang out with your spouse, don't do it. <laughs> okay, scratching at a door behind us, sorry. Um, but yeah, I think that's a really good question, because a lot of couples have done their jobs and worked in their different spaces, and thanks to COVID, people are finding that they're in unusual circumstances. They're having to work from home. They're having... Simon's letting his second All three cat, cats. All his three cats out the door behind you guys right now, and he asked me the other day if he could have a fourth cat. Didn't you? You can I said no. Cats. You can have too many cats. Anyway, as I was saying, a lot of people are finding themselves in strange circumstances right now where they're working at home with a spouse or family member. Like for us at the moment, we've had times where we're both working at home, you're on Zoom calls with someone, I'm having to make a call. Micah is studying nursing, he's on a class Zoom call. Like 
it's it's awkward we're all doing different things so it can be tough so here are some of our tips for working with a spouse or at home with someone when you're not used to it what's our first biggest tip just ignore the other person <laughs> <That's not. laughs> um Okay, uh, I think first and foremost, just be so open and honest with each other Communication. and establish boundaries. Um, and this probably it's works. It's like in a marriage. Marriage as well. Yes. So, Christy's obviously she's female, so she talks a lot more than me, and what? her brain is just like this what? all the time, it's all true, spaghetti though. with everything. So we've learned that I get really frustrated really quickly if Christy's talking all the time or interrupting I, me all the time. I know when I am pushing him over the edge. So Simon will get in the zone, he'll be writing something, he'll be doing something, and I'll be a classic me. Hey, babe, what about this? Or hey, what about this? Can we do this? Hey, bud, what's your opinion on this? Have you phoned your mum today? No, I did say that before. <laughs> <laughs> but... It just breaks his concentration constantly and he finds it so hard. So tip for me and a tip for you if you're an interrupter is get your list. Every time you think of asking that person a question, write it down. I will then have time with you where you'll fully focus on me and we'll go through the list. That's great. We work together though, so I'm needing to talk to him about work stuff. But maybe you're in a different job totally than the person you're living with. I just think what Simon said, communication is so important. Like, ask them, be vulnerable and say, what really annoys you about me working at home? Maybe it's your loud typing that is so annoying. No <laughs> it's so loud. Like, you know, find some problems. Maybe you need to have separate spaces. Maybe you need to say, hey, don't come and interrupt me till 10, then we'll meet for a coffee. I just need to, like, focus for an hour. Maybe it's, yeah, just clarify what it is. Do you need them to check with you when they're doing their Zoom calls so they're not sucking all the internet? I think communication's the key, eh? Yeah. And, and be vulnerable enough, and this is a key in marriage, if you can't be open and vulnerable enough to talk about what you're struggling with and what you could work on, it's going to be a, a long, painful marriage. Yeah. So communication's so important because it makes a world of difference. I'm glowing on Facebook Live. Hey, Stephen McLeish, Scotland, represent. He loves the mug. Is that my mug or Simon's mug? Uh, my mug has got Hans Pronk from Auckland, Marita Coffee. Mine's got Simon Drake. Beards and... By Hendrina, no. <laughs> um, I look like I'm glowing with the glory of God on Facebook. Maybe I am, Hey, wait. Eddie Stone said, flip, I get you, Simes. Is that because you're a loud typer, Eddie? Because I've heard that you're a really loud typer. Yeah, Eddie is awesome. Eddie is awesome, but he needs to type softly. No, he doesn't. He just you needs guys to be don't have manual typewriters. They've got soft keys. You just press them gently. You don't need to be really loud. I disagree. Having a mini domestic. <laughs> so working from home, can I just tell you a funny story though? I was working in a reception at our school for a while there, doing accounts and reception work. Simon was senior pastor. He was in the office next door, so he'd occasionally pop out, say a quick hi, we'd have a little chat. It was so funny because one of the courier drivers who had regularly dropped stuff off for the school and church mentioned to one of the other ladies that he was a bit concerned because the pastor was very friendly with the receptionist there. Not realising we were married. It was so funny. That's how you guys can safeguard yourself from having an affair in the workplace. Just have your wife there all the time. <laughs> okay, someone said, yes, I can. I heard he was loud. I can hear him from here. Stephen heard. From Scotland. Stephen oh, can on. hear Eddie's typing from Scotland. <laughs> Is it mine or Eddie's? So anyway, um, those were our working together at home tips. Well, they're pretty simple. It's communication and making boundaries and understanding what really hacks off each other. Loud. Don't type loud. But if you've got any tips, leave them in the comments and we'll shout them out because I would love to hear your tips. It'd be great because I think some people are really struggling at the moment. Our favourite child. 
I have always... Wait, that was one of our questions, yep. was who's your favourite child? Maybe one of our children asked that. Um, <laughs> I will always and forevermore, if one of my kids asks me if they're my favourite, I'll always say yes. Actually, I remember you doing that regularly. You'd tell your, each kid that they were your favourite child and they really thought they were. But you, well, were telling, you were telling each kid that. Yeah, but... What about Monique, your daughter-in-law? Is she your favourite child? Yeah, she's child? my favourite too. <laughs> I think she's actually the family favourite for a while now. Books you are reading right now. I'm reading about Ooh. five, but a couple of the really good ones. Into the Wild by John Krakow. Wait, Krakow. you're reading five books at once? Yeah. Jesus Ooh. plus nothing equals everything by Thule and someone I can't even... Um, remember, so yeah, I like reading a couple of fiction, a couple of non-fiction, a couple of biographies, sort of all at the same time. Um, audio books, I usually listen to them while I'm doing renovations and things. So that's cool. Yeah, but been, I've, how I've, many books have you read this year so far? Uh, Twenty-eight or something. So I've really slowed that's down. That's a the lot last, of books. Last have you been reading so your Bible too? Of course. <laughs> um, books I'm reading at the moment. I just finished a cool novel recently, and I've started. A classic that Simon recommended um, called Watership Down. You guys know the classic, five out of um, five. the classic kid adult story about bunny rabbits? Well, I'm loving it. I've started that. I'm also starting a new leadership book called Toxic, Toxic Soul. Leadership. Toxic Soul. Leadership stuff. Oh, yeah. So good. If you're in ministry or a leader, uh, read this, man. It's such good honest stories and about keeping healthy as a leader. I'm also reading a third book on the side by G.K. Chesterton, one of the coolest theologians ever. He's done a whole series called Father Brown that they're detective stories, like fiction stories. And I think they've got TV um, docos in England on them. Like, he's quite a famous series, Father Brown. But, yeah, that's written by a cool-ass theologian, um, G.K. Chesterton. My so I'm reading three books at the moment. any good docos I haven't seen Recently. Recently, Ooh. unfortunately. We did watch that Unsolved Mysteries doco on Netflix. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. That was cool. Yeah. We watched that together. And then it was got in the little sphere that you got to check together. out the Reddit pages uh, because hundreds and hundreds of leads are coming in and people are all sort of... You need to watch that, Jaisha. You'll it's love it. awesome. Um, absolutely. Least food and favourite food. So I'm sort of least like a... Least favourite food. Was it best food? And... Well, it wasn't least food. It was least least favourite food, food and favourite food. Yeah. So is that like the best and the worst? Yeah, what's your favourite and what's um, your worst? I'm sort of like a backslidden plant-based guy at the moment. So <laughs> I went through a phase which was really good and I got really healthy, but I'm still trying to get back into that. So I've cut out quite a lot of, or most meat and dairy. You're uh, a backslidden plant-based person. Yeah, try and say that <laughs> five times fast. Although my favourite food would no doubt be seafood. I love everything from the sea. Um, yeah. And I was really trying to think hard about least favourite food. I just don't have... Really? Food that I don't like. I don't. You do? I don't think there is any food that I just like. That's disgusting. There's something I make and you always cringe when I dish it up. Let pasta bake. Yeah, you hate pasta bake. Well, I don't hate it. It's just it's been worked to death. I really? haven't done a pasta bake for years. Well, that's a good thing. Maybe that's my worst food. Is pasta bake by Christy. <laughs> there we go. Oh, my rice salad. Rice was good to yourself. Uh, um, my worst and best food, worst food would be mussels. I do love seafood like Simon, but mussels, I get so sick. Like, I can't eat them. You're allergic to it. Though, I'm allergic so to them. Is that a like, oh. least favourite? Well, yeah. You might like it if you didn't throw no, up. they're gross. <laughs> they remind me of being sick. <laughs> um, and favourite food, I love carp. 
loops. No, I love, I love cheesecake. I really love cheesecake. In chocolate. Name all of Simon's In phases. Coffee. I am going to make a list. Wait, you were asked to name all your phases. Yep. That would take us hours. Yeah, but I'll list it out one day on this. We'll that make that fun. a main topic yeah. of a live chat because there's probably about 30 phases. Okay, let me just get the background first. Unless you might not have known this, but Simon is someone who has phases. Me, I have my classic relaxation thing. I'll do crochet, maybe read puzzles like you've got your basic thing you do simon he has phases so they usually don't repeat his last few phases was ant keeping he'll research totally about it he'll get totally engrossed like three he'll just live ago. in that world and then he'll sell it all up and start a new phase there was bikes for a while you're building bikes oh there's been so many phases it's yep. so interesting because he's um, a researcher i've got to say though that lately i've rediscovered pc gaming so I used to be a PC gamer way back in the day, like 10, 15 years ago, but back then I just could never afford the latest gaming rig because it was always ridiculously expensive. But I've discovered something. If you want to play a game at full spec, just buy a game that's 15 or 10 years old. And even the average to low quality computers these days will run them real sweet. So I just zoned out for that whole conversation. Real-time strategy games, Company of Heroes is amazing. Can I just say, if there are any... Females out there that have spouses who have constant changes in hobbies, message me. We can start a support group. This is the thing, though. I could be one of those guys that are you into Harley Davidson. You always say I could be like one of You're probably going to have a phase of Harley Davidson. My phases are ridiculously cheap, so it's saving you money in the long term. I don't know. And it's keeping me sane. Got lots of grey hairs. I mean, I've had crickets living by my bed for one of your phases. That was tormenting. Uh, that was, yeah, anyway. We'll get back to that another time, guys. Getting back to the really spiritual things of the morning. Um, I think that's all. Is there any other questions? <coughs> no, one more question we had was your scripture ministry mantra. Like, Ooh, yeah, what true. is one verse that is like, or a scripture that you hold on to in ministry? It's like your okay. main... Um, That's a good question. Shout out to the person that it's, asked It's that. difficult because for me, life and ministry is sort of all combined. Um, so I don't have like a, this is my go-to verse for being a pastor. It's made, it's more like a, a life verse, yeah, it's good. which has always been, ever since I was a teenager, Ephesians 2, 8 to 10, I'll read it out. God saved you by his grace when you believed, and you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we've done, so none of us can boast about it. For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so that we can do the good things he planned for us long That's ago. Cool. Uh, man, unpacking that would take so, it would just be so awesome. We could do a whole morning on that. But, you know, God has made us unique and amazing. Um, he doesn't make junk. He's got amazing things for us to do. Um, he will help us do those That's things. That's a cool verse for anyone um, watching. Etc, etc. Amazing, amazing verse. So Ephesians so 2, 8 to 10 is That's incredible. awesome. Um... I just saw Mariana said Brendan has phases. Okay, Mariana, we need to catch up. We need to have coffee and counsel each other. My ministry mantra or favorite scripture I love is in 1 Corinthians 1, verse 26 to 31. Brothers and sisters, think of what you were when you were called. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were influential. Not many were of noble birth. But God choose, chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. 
God chose the lowly things of the world and despised things and the things that are not to nullify the things that are so that no one may boast before him. It is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus who has become for us wisdom from God. That is our righteousness, holiness and redemption. Therefore, as it is written, let the one who boasts boast in the Lord. I think um, no matter who you are, but especially if you're called a ministry, man, you've, you know you've got issues, you know you're not perfect and... Um, Sometimes the enemy can really get you down. Sometimes people can tell you to your face what they think's wrong with you. But I think realizing that God uses anyone, um, people with issues, people with whatever backgrounds, he loves you and can use you. That is so encouraging. And that's encouraging for anyone, no matter where you are in life. Like whether you're a parent who thinks, man, I'm such a failure as a parent, or whether you're a spouse who feels like a failure, or whether you just um, want to live for God, but you keep slipping up, or you just... I don't know, especially if you're in ministry, you feel like you aren't qualified enough or aren't good enough, just knowing that God loves to use foolish people, people with not that great backgrounds, people he like delights in it, people like me. Didn't hey. you have like another favourite verse, because that one in Proverbs? Which one was that? The dripping tap? <laughs> the sure dripping was, tap. Yeah, isn't that one that you said you really relate to? <laughs> it's your ministry mantra. <laughs> so naughty okay. the wife is like a dripping tap yeah, yeah. Isn't that, that is not my ministry mantra I thought you really related to that person no I like the one about the lady putting the spear through the guy's the Proverbs temple anyway um, okay I just want to talk about words um, on Sunday I really wanted to, to just declare truth and hope that and was peace so good. over our church and yeah. I prayed and God really um, highlighted a feet or not Ephesians um Psalm 121, um, so clearly it says, I look up to the mountains, does my strength come from the mountains? No, my strength comes from God who made the heaven and earth and mountains. So with that, it's like, who do we look to for our courage, for our hope? That's so um, good. Is it Facebook feeds? Do we try and escape into Netflix? Do we look to the news? Do, do we, we look, look to, to Ashley Bloomfield, who is the woman's heartthrob of New Zealand? Do we look to him for our do security? Do we look to the, in the pantry or the fridge hey. or CD websites, etc.? Uh, but our help will never come from those areas. It's only from God. So I really felt to, to talk to the church about that and just really declare the rest of the, the verse. I may not do it. I may do it. Do it. Maybe. Um, because a lot of people are either really nervous or, yeah. man, the other extreme is everyone's like, this is all a hoax, COVID's not yeah. real. So Maybe yeah. you guys can look it up, but just good. Psalm 121, it's really good. So um, it's it's really powerful to declare the word of God at Absolutely. times. And, and every time I've really felt to do that, even over ourselves, it's really, really powerful because the Bible says faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. That's why right throughout um, the history of the Bible, it was so important for people to read and hear. And like fathers would um, read scriptures over their kids and yeah. stuff. It's powerful. So, um, and we faith comes by hearing those. So um, I just think it's really good to declare the truth of God's word. Um, and something else that n not many people may realize or they may do, because I've, I've preached on it quite a lot. Um, the first instance of God talking in the Bible way back in Genesis, how he said, let there be light, etc., um, words were used to create worlds. Words weren't initially um, used, or we see in the Bible for communication first. It was creation first. So I've always said we our wor worlds our words create worlds. our worlds. Cool. And un 
unfortunately I think a lot of people get a little bit nervous about that because the new age has jumped on that and they say oh it's all positive affirmation I'm going to be declaring that I get a, a Lamborghini or something yeah um, it's not like that at all I think the, the world and, and other religions have taken the truth that has always been in the Word of God declaring truth declaring the Word of God it is incredibly incredibly powerful and we actually need to hear it because we there's so much negativity in this world all the time you know even coming out of our own mouths and we've just got to curb that news, um, yeah. and speak truth and speak hope the bible is living and active and as we declare it in faith it's it's always so powerful good. it releases amazing things and you can have an amazing influence in your workplace i mean people are so negative at the moment or fearful and just being someone who is has hope and faith and not fake but just realistic but you have hope and you have joy and you love people you'll stand out yeah. Chris did an amazing sermon once about our words being like seeds. Yeah, um, that's right. And, and they really are. You know, what are we growing with our words? Are they positive mm. things or negative things, destructive or, or, or helpful to people? I remember I had a rough week a couple of weeks after I spoke about that and you gave me my seed packet that you found and you were like, just remember everything you're saying is like a little seed that you're planting. It's a good reminder. Yeah. So good. That was awesome, Simon. Thank you, Chris. So what was the passage again if they did want to go and Psalm check it out? Psalm 121. Psalm 121. It's really good in the message translation or the passion or... Well, I'd encourage you, if you're on Instagram, in our IGTV, there is actually a little clip of Simon declaring that. You can look at that. Or on Facebook, Renew Church, you can go and um, look at... It was the last of the Navigating the Grey series, part three. You can just skip to the end if you don't want to watch the whole thing. And uh, listen to that. It's so powerful and so good. Our time is nearly up, but just a couple of things that are happening at our church... Yeah, well, we're in Whangarei, so we're pretty much trapped in Northwind for the next while. No one can go down anywhere else in New Zealand, but we can go up. But if you're in New Zealand and you're not part of Auckland, all uh, church gatherings are restricted to 100 people. So we've still got our two services going on Sundays, 9am and 11am, but you do need to pre-register. So we'd love to have you there. I'm speaking this Sunday. I'm looking forward to it, and uh, but you do need to pre-register to come along. Um, so go to our website renewchurch.nz and you can just click and register for either the 9am or the 11am and I've got four kids programs, alas no cafe but BYO coffee, it's going to be such a good Sunday. Um, another thing coming up soon, if you are in the Whangarei area we have a CAP course um, with how to look after money coming up and it's free, it's only three weeks, highly recommend it, it helps you um, not only if you're struggling now financially, but just how to budget well with the money you earn, how to uh, be a generous person, how to spend and save well. That's a free course coming up in a couple of Sundays' time. So check out our website. Um, sorry, check out Facebook, Renew Church. There's an event on there. So recommend that. It's good. Awesome. I'm just going to finish off, or we're going to finish off. I just want to read that, that scripture verse that I did on Sunday because yeah. it is really powerful. I look up to the mountains, does my strength come from mountains? No, my strength comes from God who made the heavens, the earth, and the mountains. He will guard and guide me, never letting me stumble or fall. God is my keeper. He will never forget or ignore me. He will never slumber or sleep. He is the guardian God for his people Israel. Jehovah himself will watch over you. He's always at your side to shelter you safely in his presence. He's protecting you from all danger, both day and 
night. He will keep you from every form of evil or calamity as he continually watches over you. You will be guarded by God himself. You will be safe when you leave your home and safely you will return. He will protect you now and he will protect you forevermore. That's so good. God bless you guys. Have an amazing Friday. See you yeah. later.